Hey, good morning. It's Friday, January 11th, and I have a quote of the day from Aldo Leopold. He was an environmentalist and an American born January 11th, 1887, and he passed April 21st, 1948. And the quote is this. We abuse land because we regard it as a commodity belonging to us. When we see land as a community to which we belong, we may begin to use it with love and respect. And that's your quote of the day. Here are your horoscopes for January 11th by Sally Brompton. Aquarius, you may feel sorry for a friend who's in a bit of a state, but don't waste time trying to help them. This is one of those situations where they have to find their own solutions. You can't always be there to catch them when they fall. Pisces, if you make time for friendships and group activities today, you will thoroughly enjoy yourself. The more you do with other people, the more you will feel that you are making a difference in the world. And you can be a force for good, Pisces. Aries, powerful cosmic forces are now gathered in the career area of your chart, which means you are determined to do something out of the ordinary on the work front. Don't just think big. Think and act on an out-of-this-world level. Hmm. Taurus, well, you know what? This would be a good time to begin something that exercises your mind and broadens your horizons. If there's a subject you're interested in, you should try looking at it more in depth today. What you discover will excite and enlighten you. Gemini, something of a financial nature needs to be dealt with immediately. And it's not tomorrow or the day after that, but right now, this very minute. Where joint resources are concerned, you must get smart, and you better make sure you're not being cheated. Cancer, partners and colleagues will be given uh, a more demanding tone than usual today, and if you lose your temper, it won't be much of a surprise. Eek. You'll be friends again tomorrow, of course, but for the next 24 hours, you can expect some emotional fireworks. Leo, you would be the first to admit that some of your recent efforts have not been up to your usual high standards, but don't get hung up about it. Today's Sun-Pluto link will help you find the way back to the place you should be, which is the top. Virgo, cosmic activity in the most creative area of your chart demands that you set your sights high and recognize that for you at this moment in time and space, The possibilities are endless. Aim to be the very best. You know what? And then do even better. Libra. Someone you are emotionally connected to needs your help, and of course you will do what you can to assist them. But make sure they're not taking advantage of you. Some days, Libra, you could be too generous for your own good. Scorpio. The sun's link to Pluto in the communication areas of your chart means you're sure to say something that will annoy just about everyone. Yeah. Will that bother you? Well, no, uh, not in the slightest. 
You're just in one of those moods where you don't care. But, you know, there could be some backlash. Sagittarius, if you need to do something drastic about your cash flow situation, and now's the time, cosmic activity in the money area of your chart makes it easy for you to take action and reduce the gap between what you own and what you earn. Capricorn, there's so much power in your sign now that if you can find ways to use it in constructive ways, you will accomplish not just good things, but great things. To say you have potential is not saying nearly enough. The world is at your feet. And by the way, Jeff Bezos, he's Capricorn. His birthday's tomorrow. He's not feeling any pain from this divorce. He's probably feeling really good. So it's probably a positive thing that he's getting divorced. This is probably a relationship that was hindering him in some way. Okay, today's birthday. And by the way, his birthday's tomorrow, not today. This is for January 11th. A Sun-Pluto link on your birthday endows you with almost limitless amounts of energy. And not just any old energy, but the sort that is backed up by tremendous desire. Can one single person change the world for the better? Well, guess what? They can if they're you. You are always searching for more from life than what is obvious. You look for a higher meaning to life itself and hidden meanings in your interactions with others. You are a hardworking, creative sort who's a bit of a perfectionist. However, you give off such a calming and patient aura that most would be surprised that you do worry often and think to the point of excess. Your romantic and sensual natures are both highly charged and developed. Famous people born today include Naomi Judd, Mary J. Blige, Jean Cretion, Alice Paul. Happy birthday, Capricorn. Today in Rock, January 11th, In 1956, after changing their name from The Robins, The Coasters recorded their first single down in Mexico for Atlantic Records in Hollywood. The L.A. Quintet would crack the Hot 100 the following year with the double-sided hit Young Blood Searchin' and placed six consecutive hits in the top ten. In 1962, Cliff Richard became the first British artist to enter the UK chart at number one when The Young Ones debuted at the top of the list. 1963, the now world-famous LA nightclub The Whiskey A Go-Go opened its doors. Johnny Rivers, Alice Cooper, and Kansas recorded live albums there. Rivers also recorded two top ten singles, Memphis and Seventh Son live at the whiskey 1964 Louie Louie by the Kingsman was the number one song on the Cashbox music chart for a while the record was banned by a handful of US radio stations because of its indecipherable lyrics which were rumored to contain some naughty words even yes the FBI investigated the song 
but finally concluded that they could find nothing wrong. Um, that sounds familiar. You can read the lyrics to Louie Louie um, on Google. January 11th, also Ring of Fire. Best of Johnny Cash in 1964 becomes the first album to top Billboard's New Country LP chart. It would peak at number 17 on the Hot 200. And that year, The Mermaid's only hit Popsicles and Icicles reached its peak at number 3 on the Hot 100. Interestingly, the single version would have four different B-sides on individual pressings. In 1966, Herman's Hermits received a gold record for the album The Best of Herman's Hermits. In 1986, James Brown, Living in America, entered the Billboard pop chart where it would rise to number four during an 11-week run. It was James' first top 40 hit in 10 years and it would also be his last. That song was featured in the film Rocky IV, just as Apollo Creed entered the boxing ring. In 2000, Gary Glitter is released from Britain in Britain after serving half of a four-month sentence on child pornography charges. He was driven to Heathrow Airport and then flown to Cuba. And then that same year, Richard Dimples Fields an American soul singer, most often remembered for his 1982 hit, If It Ain't One Thing, It's Another, died following a stroke at the age of 58. His song reached number one on the Billboard R&B chart and number 47 on the Hot 100. 2001, Neil Sedaka underwent an angioplasty at New York Hospital after he suffered chest pains while preparing for a performance in Knoxville, Tennessee. He would make a complete recovery and return to that tour in a few weeks. 2002, Mickey Finn, drummer for T-Rex, died of kidney and liver problems at the age of 55. In 2005, James Griffin, a founding member of the 70s soft rock group Bread, died of lung cancer at the age of 61. That year, Jefferson Airplane drummer Spencer Dryden passed away at his home in Petaluma, California after a long battle with colon cancer, and he was 66. In 2006, the Beach Boys launched a lawsuit seeking millions of dollars in damages from two California men, claiming they stole a collection of photos, recordings, and other band memorabilia from a warehouse with the intent to put the items up for auction. In 2007, attorney Strom Thurmond Jr. revealed that the five-year-old child of James Brown and his partner Tommy Ray Heine would not be included in the late singer's will. While provisions were made for Brown's six other children, James Jr. was not listed in the document. 2008, Rod Allen, lead singer of The Fortunes, who reached the U.S. Top 10 in 1965 with You've Got Your Troubles, died at the age of 63 after a short battle with liver cancer. In 2012, Madonna 
stirred up some controversy when she revealed the name of her new album, MDNA, which, you know what, turned out to be similar to the drug MDMA. Health campaigners immediately criticized the singer for popularizing drug culture. 2013, Sir Elton John and his partner David Furnish became parents for the second time after their California-based surrogate gave birth to a baby boy. The child was named Daniel Furnish John. That same year, John Wilkinson, a guitar player who accompanied Elvis Presley for more than a thousand shows as a member of the TCB band, died at the age of 67 after a long battle with cancer. 2016, a funeral service for Natalie Cole was held in LA with Johnny Mathis, Smokey Robinson, Stevie Wonder, Lionel Richie, Mary Wilson, Gladys Knight, and Chaka Khan among those in attendance. She was interred in Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale, California next to parents, Maria and Nat King Cole, Sister Carol, and Brother Kelly. That same year, David Bowie topped the UK album chart with his latest release, Black Star, less than 24 hours after his death. With sales of over 43,000 units, the collection outpaced its nearest competitor, Elvis Presley's If I Can Dream, by 25,000. In 2017, Tommy Alsop, the guitarist who famously avoided the day the music died, when he lost his plane seat in a coin toss to Richie Valens, died following complications from a hernia operation. He was 85. On that fateful day, Waylon Jennings also avoided the plane crash after giving his seat to JP, the big bopper, Richardson. And that year, Richard Carpenter filed a lawsuit against Universal Music for unpaid royalties he claimed were owned to him or owed to him and his sister Karen's estate from downloads on sites like iTunes and Amazon. And he said he had been unable to resolve the dispute without suing. And this was your day in rock. and a brunette are standing in front of a river when a fairy comes down and says, I will grant each of you one wish. Well, the first blonde says, I wish for water wings so I could go across the river. And the fairy grants her this wish and the blonde swims across. The second blonde says, I wish for a swimming tube so I could get across the river. The fairy grants her this wish and the second blonde swims across. The brunette says, I wish for a million dollars, which the fairy grants, and then the brunette turned and walked across the bridge. Since the media right now is focusing on the government shutdown, Jeff Bezos' divorce, and R. Kelly's alleged sex abuse um, and I only say alleged because he hasn't been to trial 
I'm sure, you know, it's going to come out this guy is a dog since his daughter is now screaming at the top of her lungs about it too. Also, Ashley Judd, Harvey Weinstein thing, you know, he's got good lawyers. Doesn't mean he didn't do it. Just means they're getting away with, uh, you know, dancing around the charges with a technicality as attorneys do. That's their job. Oh, you can't do this. You can't charge them for this because in this state we have this statute. So that is the wrong charge. It's all a bunch of bullshit. That guy is a creep. Okay. So anyway, how's planet earth doing? I talked about the moon landing. I guess they have some new pictures circulating on the net, a panoramic view, which I'm going to check out later from China. They're circulating. But there is another thing going on. Something very strange is happening to the Earth's magnetic north pole, and no one knows why. And this is on Fox News. So here's the article. Planet Earth is alive deep beneath its skin. Its lifeblood rivers of molten iron pulse around its core. And this mobile iron is what generates the magnetic field that causes auroras and keeps us alive. But according to the science journal Nature, something strange is going on deep down below. It's causing the magnetic North Pole to skitter away from Canada towards Siberia. The magnetic pole is moving so quickly that it has forced the world's geomagnetism experts into a rare move, Nature reports. On January 30th, delayed due to the U.S. government shutdown, got to get that in there, the World Magnetic Model, which governs modern navigation systems, is due to undergo an urgent update. This model is a vital component of systems ranging from geopositioning systems used to navigate ships through to smartphone trackers and maps. The current model was expected to be valid until 2020, but the magnetic pole began to shift so quickly it was realized in 2018 that the model had to be fixed now. They realized that it was so inaccurate that it was about to exceed the acceptable safe limit for navigational errors, Nature reports. Every year, geophysicists from the U.S. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, and the British Geological Survey do a check on how the Earth's magnetic field is varying. This is necessary as the liquid iron churning in the Earth's core does not move in a consistent manner. In 2016, for instance, part of the magnetic field temporarily accelerated deep under northern South America and the eastern Pacific Ocean, Nature reports. This shift was captured by satellites. But the movement of the North Magnetic Pole has been the object of study since 1831. Initially, it was tracked moving into the Arctic Ocean at a rate of about 15 kilometers each year, but since the mid-1990s, it has picked up speed. 
Uh, it's now shifting at a rate of about 55 kilometers per year. So from 15 to 55. But another recent study has revealed the Earth's magnetic field has been acting up now for some 1,000 years. Why the magnetic field is shifting so dramatically is unknown. Geomagnetic pulses like the one that happened in 2016 might be traced back to hydromagnetic waves arising from deep in the core, nature reports, and the fast motion of the north magnetic pole could be linked to a high-speed jet of liquid iron beneath Canada. This fast-flowing molten river appears to be weakening the magnetic influence of the iron core beneath North America. The location of the North Magnetic Pole appears to be governed by two large-scale patches of magnetic field, one beneath Canada and one beneath Siberia, Phil Livermore of the University of Leeds told an American Geophysical Union meeting. The Siberian patch is now winning the competition. And as global warming opens up more shipping lanes to the north of Russia and Canada, this presents a potentially deadly problem. The fact that the pole is going fast makes this region more prone to larger errors, says Arnaud Juliot, a geomagnetics at the University of Colorado Boulder and NOAA. So... I don't know, that kind of stuff freaks me out a lot more than the government shutdown. Because, you know, it's like, sooner or later, those people are going to make a deal. You know it. I don't know what they're going to do. And every administration fucks up. Every single one. So, Trump's mistake, Obama's made mistakes, you know, they've all made mistakes. So, what's your mistake going to be? Maybe it's this. Or maybe... He's actually really right on this. I, you know, I'm not at the border. I'm not working there. I know one person put up an article, by the way, about the Joshua trees being chopped down at the national parks because there is no protection. Well, you know, actually that makes another really good argument for border security because if you have people inside that, you know, without protection are going in and chopping up the sacred Joshua tree, well, you know, if you don't have security on the border, you have to realize you're open to the same kind of people doing really bad stuff in the United States. It's just common sense. You know, I understand that there's issues with the children and there are people that really need to get out of Mexico. And I don't know if there's anybody left in Mexico right now, the way that they're rushing the border. It must be really shit there. I don't know. That country better get its act together. There's certainly not a bunch of people pushing to go the other way. But conversely, we got to think that there has to be some kind of security at all of our borders. We are stupid if there's not. There are so many drugs coming in, etc., etc., etc. I don't want to think about weapons. I don't want to think about biological warfare coming in. I don't want to think about things that people do because people 
are evil and crazy and mentally disturbed. Um, and it's true, people really are. And if we try to ignore that fact, um, we're kidding ourselves. So, that's it, signing off. Realize we live with good people and we live with some really sick, evil people too. And we have to be real about this. There are people that need our help and then there are people who are so lost that they are not living to help anyone at all, no one. And they're not receiving the help that they need because they don't acknowledge that they need help. You have to be real, America. We do need border security. We really actually need it. Our national park right now is unprotected and people are rushing in and chopping down things like the Joshua tree and doing all kinds of crazy things. Well, what do you think people that do not like America would be doing coming through unprotected areas? It's not safe. We really actually need the security. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't know how they're gonna budget it. And maybe they can use drones. Maybe they don't have to build this wall. Maybe they can use drones. Maybe we could, you know, use like an electric fence like I use for my dog. You know, things like that. It doesn't have to be such a political boondoggle. Talk to you again. Bye.